0: What's up, guys? Heathen Culture Podcast, hanging out today in the lab with me, the ever impressive Doctor Tapout, Doctor Paige Ward of Peak Potential. What's up?
1: Hey, what's going on? I'm excited <laughs> to be
0: here. You just like got jumpy, and then
1: well, know. I kind of like smacked this when yeah. I
0: yeah, you smack you know, smack equipment around. It's okay, it's normal. Yeah, sorry, things happen. So, Doctor Ward page
1: yeah you don't have to call me doctor it's okay
0: i think if you earn the title doctor you should call doctor just by your friends at least for like a couple minutes just to acknowledge what you've done
1: well see there's like okay with the schools reopening and everything there was a whole debate on my next door post and there was this guy on there and i'm not going to use his actual name but we'll call him dr frank and he made his username dr frank And he was offering all this medical advice and somebody was like, Hey doc, you should probably specify that you're a doctor in religious studies. And I was like, what type of guy needs to make his next door post doctor? Like, "Mm."
0: I think there is, um, there's a difference. I think if, if you are a medical professional and you have a friend or someone in your life that, you know, hang out with, I think anybody that acknowledges you actually being a, a medical doctor, I think they should acknowledge that a little bit. You know, hey, yeah. this is my, my friend Dr. Page, Dr. Mm-hmm. Ward. Uh, I don't call him Charlie because I feel weird calling Charles Charlie, but Dr. Charles. You know, you say that just to that's introduce he, them. Yeah. But, you know, you're Paige and Charles. You know, so we deal. So I think that's kind of where that kind of comes from. But if you are a doctor of literature – Yeah, it seems like those are the people that do like doctor on their stuff. And right, what's your what's your MD in? Oh, oh, you're not a medical doctor. You're just a book doctor. Gotcha. I don't know. I'm just weird. That's my shitty side of me coming out.
1: (laughs) No, that's. I mean, that's what I see a lot of it in. But I guess to each their own. Yeah. Um,
0: Well, I mean, you you do you are a medical doctor. What what's your doctor in?
1: My is Doctor Chiropractic okay so um i i don't know chiropractic so a lot of people don't realize about chiropractic Uh, there's a lot of misconceptions behind it if you look at the chiropractic degree versus the medical doctor degree uh everything's pretty much the same in fact we actually have some extra courses we Most medical doctor degrees don't have any nutrition courses. We have quite a few nutrition courses. Um, The only major difference is where they go and talk about pharmacology, we talk about how to adjust people. So, I mean, we have all the science stuff. I have all the diagnosis. I can even, I even learn how to do um, rectal exams, which I'm never going to (laughs) do, but I did learn how to do it. Oh my God.
0: So, uh, my chiropractor was going up my asshole. Um,
1: In Oregon, it's allowed. So, it just depends o- on... Oregon. O- Oregon. What... Uh, how do you say it? Oregon. 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 Oregon, Oregon trails. So yeah. like- <laughs>
0: right? You sound like you're just like an invader. Like, that's,
1: <laughs> it's Oregon. Oregon. Isn't that... That sounds like an organ. Like, your lungs. Oregon. Oregon. Okay. No, no, anyway. I'm, I might
0: have to say Oregon from now on because... Oregon. Yeah, That's Oregon. how I've always said it. I don't know. It's,
1: okay, anyway. Um, i just make- You can do minor surgical procedures in that place. Um... <laughs> And so we learn how to do rectal exams and gynecological exams. And I'm never going to do that. So As a Cairo, Yeah, please don't ask me to. I won't. I
0: I, I don't want you to do my gynecological <laughs> exam. I just...
1: Yes. Uh, so we learn that. We learn how to do IVs. Um, I'm going to do-
0: pay Dr. Charles to give me a gynecological exam. Just <coughs> <laughs> make it weird.
1: It is kind of weird. Um... <laughs> I mean, yeah, and we, we learn how to uh, do all the diagnosis courses. I mean, otoscopes, I don't know, blood pressure, I mean, vitals, everything. And we have five different courses on radiology and uh, MRI, CT. In fact, when they compared um, medical doctors to our specialty in radiology, which is called the DAC-bar, our DAC bars perform better than a medical radiologist. Um, and so a lot of hospitals, if you want to become um, a radiologist, you might as well become a DAC bar with through chiropractic because they'll pay them just a bucks because they're the best.
0: So now this is my ignorance coming out. So yeah. let's, no, take, let's take it for what it is. See, I've always known of a chiropractor as a, a rack em and crack em, yeah. You know, <laughs> Yeah. That's what they do. Most people think of, that, of chiro- chiropractors that way. It's true. Um. Now, with everything that you you just talked about, was that like standard procedure learning or yes. okay
1: across the board? Um, pretty much every school teaches that. We are required by board standards to do that. We have to take five different boards to uh, become a practicing chiropractor. There's part one, two, three, four, and PT. Um, we have extra PT classes we have to take where you learn all the crap and all the shit that I don't do, because I don't think that's chiropractic. I think that's PT. And I might have some people on here who don't like me because of that, but I don't care. Um, but yeah, that is that is it across the board. At um, this point, you're not
0: supposed to care. Like, what do people think?
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of, because of how stupid chiropractors can be, there's a lot of um, a misunderstanding of what chiropractors do. Yeah,
0: So, like I said, for the longest time, I thought it was just rack and crack. Yeah. You know, um, I've had a, a buddy of mine who was a chiropractor, and you know, he's reset a rib or two for me because yeah. I popped one out, or my neck's been messed up, so he's fixed that for me. Just lined it out, felt it, and then click and pop. And right. I was like, "Hey, Paige, will you do my neck?" And you're like, "Oh, after we get X-rays." I'm like, "Or <laughs> not? I don't want to go anywhere and wear a face mask."
1: Right.
0: Yeah. So there's that.
1: Yes. Yes, um, we do think X-rays are important. That's part of what makes us, I'd say, unique. There's a lot of places around here that will, especially like the joint, which is the McDonald's, the chiropractic, pretty much. Um, you can go and they'll rack you, stack you, and you're good to go. But um, it's for, the Denny's. Yeah. So for us, we we specialize in corrective care. So. Um, Most of most people who come in with pain even if without pain They've been having this stuff going on for a long time So we want to know how long and we can see that on x-ray We look at what stage of spinal degeneration you're in we actually do motion study x-rays So we can look at each segment and see which one is stuck Um, So we can correct it and we can show you we prove our results So at the end um, of our care we take x-rays again, and we we say hey look This is where you were when you came in this is where you are now so that people don't keep coming to chiropractors for years and years and years and years with the exact same damn problem. Yeah. Like, that's not fixing anything. I mean, you go to an orthodontist, and if you want to get your teeth fixed, it takes months, years, and nobody blinks at that. And people are like, oh, I expect you to fix my bones that have been out of place for fucking years in, like, one visit. Okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I
0: mean, that's what I expect. This fixed me <laughs> one time. I am just have no patience.
1: Yeah, No. Have some yeah. patience. Yeah.
0: I, I did uh the last chiropractor I went to, he didn't believe in uh, popping uh, things back in place. And he goes, you're really out of whack, but let's go ahead and let's try to stretch it and do some ART. And I'm like, yeah, dude, uh, I have severe back pain. And then he put me on this table for my hip. And like every time he pressed down, the table would collapse. Yeah. And he'd be like, oh, your hip's getting better. And I'm like, it still hurts. Like uh, there's a misalignment here. And he had me do, like, motion movement with a uh, with the camera. Like, uh, it was a Xbox Kinect that he hooked up to his computer. And it, and it read my palms, my elbows, shoulders, hips, knees, and feet. And it followed the motion. And I, he goes, well, it's not really much of a change. I go, well, because you didn't do jack shit. You didn't do anything.
1: Why I, I See, yeah, okay. I mean, I don't want to talk... I, shit about a bunch of chiropractors i'm not i'm not
0: i'm yeah. just saying that's what i dealt yeah, with
1: but like i'm just saying and like it was
0: 200 later and i was like i'm done
1: that's that's the that's part of the problem too or like i have patients who will come in and they'll be like you know i've been to a chiropractor before it didn't work and I'm going, what did they do um because i always ask them what did the x-ray show oh i didn't take x-rays i'm like okay so that was for this problem yeah and like, oh, okay so uh what did they do well um they put me on a stim which, you know, um, for people who are listening don't know, they're like little electric pads that, you know... A 10s unit. At, yeah, a 10s unit. Um, and every time I came in, they put me on a 10s unit for longer, and that was it. Okay, that doesn't do anything.
0: See, when I did... I was in a bad car accident, like, probably... I'm going to go with 12, 13 years ago. And uh, my back, my lower back was really locked up. And the only way they could get it loose enough to, like, do the adjustments is they put me on a heating pad and stem for like 30 minutes before my lower back would loosen up to where they could make the adjustments happen. My lower back is still that way. It's still that tight. So I can, you know, I understand the apprehension for most people, but, you know, watching you in here with, you know, working on Kalechi and Jeff and things like that, when you, all you hear is nothing but positive things from other people, people that you know, trust, respect, like I'm like okay, I'm definitely open. Let's get once all this shit kind of lines <laughs> out, we're gonna we're gonna get this going.
1: Yeah, I mean for sure. Uh, I just with chiropractic, I had a really great teacher in school. Um, unfortunately, he's not at that school anymore because political issues with the school. But um, he used to say, you don't need to heat them up, cool them down, or rinse them out. Just adjust them, and it's a hundred percent true. Like I can get anything moving. It's taken me a long time (laughs) to get to that (laughs) point. I'm not saying you know, because a lot of new chiropractors, if you're you're not getting it, trust me, I miss more than what I what I get a lot of times. Um, But just keep grinding. But um, yeah, you don't need all that crap. That's not what the cause is. That's not what the problem is. So,
0: yeah, I think mom's just it was so locked up for so long. It's the only way we get the muscles to relax.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll see.
0: We're going to find out because I think what we're going to do is we're going to, have to like get Summer to come over and watch you just wreck my life on video. We're going to put that on the Heathen Culture IG. Okay, there you go. Facebook just so people can see it. <laughs> so so what made you want to become Cairo?
1: Um, actually, what happened was when I was in middle school, and uh, disclaimer, I don't recommend this. I used to crack my friends' backs. Um, I did too. Okay. So, and I loved it. And so at the time, I had had braces and I went to my orthodontist and I was like, you know, he was just making small talk and he said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, oh, I want to be a chiropractor. And he was like, don't be a chiropractor, be an orthodontist. And I was like, oh, okay. I'm like 12. So I'm like, okay, I'll be an orthodontist. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so Being I, inside I,
0: people's mouth is so much worse than working on the back. Right.
1: I know. I, I 100% agree. So I was like, okay, I'll be an orthodontist. So that's what I thought I wanted to do. And then once I got out into college, I was like, no, I don't and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do so um, I met Charlie and his dad was a chiropractor is a chiropractor and he didn't know if he wanted to be a chiropractor or a medical doctor so he was shadowing kind of both careers and trying to figure that out and I decided to do cardiac ultrasound cuz I didn't know what else I really wanted to do I did cardiac ultrasound Charlie decided to become a chiropractor and when we moved to Davenport Iowa where Palmer is that's the school we went to and at the beginning of the, they do trimesters not semesters so at the beginning of the trimester they do what's called spiz nights it sounds really dirty it's spizor, it sounds even worse when you say the full name spizorynctum it's a word that was made up like the I, the developer of chiropractor it's supposed to mean like excitement about chiropractic um so spiz nights okay yeah spiz nights so they would do a spiz night at the beginning of each trimester and they would bring in these really cool speakers and get everybody just pumped up and i went to one and i was like oh my I want to be a chiropractor and my husband is like the best and he was like you know he is the best he is and so he was like we're here just go like you're not going to have this opportunity we don't know you know if you're ever going to be somewhere close to a chiropractic college again so do it and I did and I love it so how, long, how long was your school um how long yeah how long your school? it's uh so you need three and a third years because it's um, trimesters. So a lot of the trimesters are like 36 credit hours. So they jam it all in and try and kill they just you. Kill you. Yeah. yeah. And then you have your bachelor's too, which, um, at the time I had my associates. And so I had to do, I was doing chiropractic college during the day and at night I was doing my bachelor's. Um, so it was just, it was, I don't recommend it. I recommend getting your bachelor's first yeah. and then doing that. But
0: I can only imagine because I see the pain in your eyes when you <laughs> talk about it. You're like, I never want to go
1: through that again. No, yeah. no, I'm done.
0: So, since I have like a little man crush going on, how'd you meet Dr. Charlie? Oh, I, love I love him to He's, yeah, no, listen, all gayness out front. He's a handsome man. He is, he's got the eyes, too. I'm like, I
1: know, just ooh. I'm like,
0: man. If I wasn't, you know, straight.
1: <laughs> go after Dr. Charlie. Yeah. I'm like, well. He's
0: mine. I didn't care if he's straight. I'd still go after him if I was gay. I, just, I didn't care about you. He's, he's a good looking man.
1: He is. So, I'm um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I have had many. In case you were
0: wondering, she is bright red right now.
1: I've had many a man um, come on to my husband during my time that we've been together. He's pretty. Um. So, anyway, what happened was in 2006... We're going back. I was 18 um, and I just graduated high school. And my friend was a mutual friend of ours. Her name was Taylor. And we were going to go to the premiere of The Omen, which was on six, six, six. Oh, nice. So we were like, we're going to go at midnight. And she didn't like horror films. So she's like, we have to have guys come. So um, she called Charlie. He was the only guy who came. And uh, I remember I walked into this. which they've bulldozed since and he was wearing a backwards hat and he had kind of a beard kind of like he's got going now he was eating popcorn he had blue jean shorts on and a blue shirt in white lettering said college and i was like that guy is hot and i'm like i want to marry that guy i know weird and uh that was him. if he
0: would have had a puka shell necklace you would literally talk about me and growing up (laughs) Yeah, right? So, that was, that was um, me.
1: I think he owned one in some of his older pictures. He used yeah. to also have like the frosted tips. Mm.
0: Please, please give me that picture. Because <laughs> when I do his, when I, do his yeah. I literally want to have that is the, the picture background.
1: of him. You know, he also actually grew his hair at one point, so it was like shoulder length. It, it, don't, no, that was just, ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, that that was when I met him. And then my friend, with, we left that night and I was like, I really like your friend Charlie. Like I really like him. And she told him and then the rest is history. Although I wanna put it on the record that when we first started dating, he didn't want a girlfriend. And so, oh. um yeah, I pursued him and he was like we kinda of started dating and so I was like, Oh, um, so are we what are we? Like, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Right, I'm eighteen. Just give me a break. And he was like um, <laughs> and he was like, um, I don't know, are we? And I was like, well, that's what I'm asking you. And he's like, well, don't get me wrong. We're exclusive, but we're not dating. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? And I cried and um, pretty much guilted him into dating me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Summer take notes. Um, (laughs) No, I I love the story, man. It's like. I don't know. Like, I love getting to know people and figuring out what makes them tick and how they met and things like that. And y'all are such a fun couple. Like, um, y'all coming over for Fourth of July was just a blast.
1: Yeah, we appreciated it. It was nice.
0: Plus, the kids apparently enjoyed all the sparklers and all that stuff.
1: Oh, yes. Sparklers galore. They were obsessed. I was like, oh, Henry's going to hate them because they kept being like, more, 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 more. Nah, kids are great. so.
0: I guess that's part of, like, being in my position, with uh, you know, not having kids and stuff like everybody's kids just we trim like ours, you know, it's just kind of fun. So now we've got the 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 history kind of sorted, right? Let's talk about right now, okay? Because right now, in in the in the the scope of business,
1: yeah,
0: um, y'all didn't really shut down too much no. for for COVID, but what is life like now outside of you know? people wearing masks all day what what is your profession look like i mean with with covid with uh you know just the day-to-day stuff all the different news coming out how are you guys dealing with it combating it moving forward embracing whatever new normal you want to call it what's going on with you guys on that
1: that's a good question um okay so when covid came out chiropractic was deemed essential um not everywhere so i have friends who practice in dallas and they actually had to close down for a while i know i think colorado had to um, but we were fortunate enough here in houston that we were able to stay open the entire time the only downfall of that was is my kids's daycares and schools closed so only one of us could work at a time and then the other one had to be home yeah to um also our malpractice came out with this statement that we had to pretty much come up with a sign and a policy that said what we were doing for covid at the time so we had to use lysol wipes between each patient on all of our tables and equipment we um initially didn't have to wear masks and so we did not um but we had to wipe all that down then that changed and we do have to wear masks in harris county thanks to hidalgo um and uh
0: Nobody likes her.
1: No, I don't like her. So anyway, we have to wear a mask. um, And we had a check-in iPad, and now we had to get rid of that because that's like higher touch area. Um, Those are the biggest things. We do regular cleaning and everything like that, but the masks and the wiping down things all the time. And then, of course, Lysol wipes just disappeared. So fortunately, I had a pest control guy who had some really strong cleaner that he sold to me for cheap and we've been using that so um but i'm part of a lot of different facebook groups uh of chiropractors and chiropractic women and i saw something the other day that's like what is everybody using for personal protective equipment and there are some people who are just like going balls to the wall like one lady was she said she wears goggles an n95 a surgical mask an apron and she changes her gloves between each patient oh my
0: well, I can definitely appreciate changing in the glove between each patient. Yeah, I don't... If you wear gloves, if you wear that's gloves, how you're supposed yeah. to do it.
1: Right, that's how you are supposed to. Most people don't understand how you're supposed to wear PPE, and then they...
0: They wear the same gloves, touch everything. Eat their chips with eat, them. Yeah, <laughs> eat the chips. Cheetos, you know, yeah. it's, it's stupid.
1: Yeah, so um, that's really where we are with it. Uh, initially, it did hugely affect our, our patient flow. Uh, in March and then, you know, February was a really good month for us. March was like dead and now it's just picked back up and it's pretty normal. So that's the good news. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So like moving forward, you know, let's say these mass things become um, permanent. Let's say cash becomes obsolete. Oh, jeez. Are y'all ready for that?
1: No. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, if mass become permanent, I mean, obviously we have the masks and stuff for that but we would oppose that i mean yeah i i understand people's concerns and their fears and i'm totally okay making other people comfortable especially coming into my office supporting me i'm i'm fine with that um and what i have to do to stay open because i have to support my family right that's how, I, how I support my family so um but in terms of cash too that would be huge right like if the government can track every single thing that you do. And uh, I have patients who um, aren't always maybe here legally and they pay cash and that's none of my damn business. So no, I'm it's like, not. They're, they're paying you for a service exactly. and, and how,
0: how they come across their money. Isn't any thing. And that's, I think that's where I'm at with my business. You know, it's yeah. like we do a lot of stuff cash Yeah. because you know, w- when COVID first hit, you know, we had so many people sign up and, I was like, hey, man, if you if you need to cancel your membership, put a freeze on it, whatever, just reach out to me. We'll take care of you. And I got so many chargebacks. I ended up having to pay not only the refund of the money, which I would happily have done. Right. But I got dings in there, $25 per charge per person.
1: Oh, my gosh. I lost
0: $5,000. And I'm like, that's why when we used to kick back off, I'm like, it's cash. It's right. cash. If you want it, six months upfront cash. Right. I'm not playing this game anymore. And so now it's like, now cash is obsolete. I'm like...
1: It doesn't make sense. You guys think there's got to be something more going on here.
0: I, I, conspiracy theorists yeah. side of me, I think this is the biggest PSYOP that's ever been placed on humanity. I really think that. And people go, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're a psycho, you're crazy. Well, like, yeah, but... Every rule they've put in place for us... There is a counter argument to it. Yeah. Like, there's a caveat to everything. You should wear a mask unless you have a uh, health deficiency. But then you don't wear the mask out, and you say, "Hey, I I can't wear a mask. I have diminished lung capacity." Well, I have asthma too. I go, "No, yeah." Hey, bro, I didn't say asthma.
1: Right.
0: I have diminished lung capacity, so I can't wear it. And then they give you a hard time. They say wear a face covering, but they don't say cover your mouth and your nose. They said just say face covering. So you can wear something across your eyes. Right. You mean the law. It's it's so all over the place that it gives everything a much harder feel, which isn't okay.
1: I yeah, I agree and I feel like there is definitely I'm trying to think of the word for it, but almost a witch hunt of people
0: absolutely that's an accurate
1: term yeah i mean like you were saying people can say hey i have asthma and then you will see how many people go on and be like i have asthma too so fuck you wear the mask like it's not everybody's the same and to put them all in one box is wrong and um really if somebody is not wearing a mask just like it's none of your damn business really yeah. you know like and people are like well it's putting my life at risk so that is my business I haven't seen you care about, like, so many other things, right? I saw somebody the other day who had their mask down, but they were smoking. And I was like, how much are you really caring? And
0: and people, you know, if this is you, I'm sorry. But if you are overweight, obese, not overweight, because I think overweight, you can still be healthy and be overweight. Right. But if you're obese and you're in the little cart... You know, the scooter and you got the mask on and you're loading down your cart with junk food saying w- you need to worry about my health. I go, no, man, you need to worry about your own. Right. You need to not, you need to have a respirator on. You need to be on O2, all that stuff. And you need to leave people like me alone because I don't care. Like I know how the immune system works. I, I ate chicken and broccoli almost every day and I work out and I do cardio and I do all these things. You don't. You need to worry. You need to. I don't know. Take some advice from people like me. People, people from trainers, people who live healthy. Yeah. Oh, skinny's just genetic. No, it, I'm a big person. I'm six foot four. Right now, I'm 265 pounds, and I wear 33s. So I'm like, I'm a big person, and I and I live healthy.
1: Yeah.
0: You anybody can do it. And that's the point of this place is to show anybody can do it. No matter, matter your your weight, your body fat percentage, your deficiencies, you can come in here and do the thing. For me, it's like, you need to care about my health. No, I don't. You need to care about yourself first. Right. And if the mask works so great, that's fine. But I'm not going to – my my friend who makes masks hates when I says says this, but I'm like – a mask made out of someone else's underwear isn't going to fucking make me feel healthy. <laughs> I got the big beard. I've got all this stuff. Like, right. it's not going to do me any good. Right. I think for you guys, it's like a different thing. Like, y'all have to. You have to wear the mask. And you're almost to the point where y'all are going to have to wear gloves. Y'all are going to have to wear goggles soon.
1: Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm worried about that with this new, I don't know, thing with that. So. <sighs>
0: So it just came out, the lady, the doctor, the Houston doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one from Nigeria. Do you think she's onto something or do you think she's a quack? Um,
1: okay. I, I see both sides of the, right. the story. I, I mean, saying. I see both sides of what people are saying, too. And I had a discussion about this with somebody the other day. So when were – because people – there was somebody who posted Yahoo the next day, came out with, you know, all the things that she said. Um, with demon sperm and endometriosis being from women having sex with demons in their dreams, and all this stuff like that. And I think there's a couple different things you need to look at. Um, first of all, people are saying, well, you know, they've done research. It's, it doesn't prove to be outweighing the risks. Um, but evidence-based practice is a three-legged stool. So it comes from research as one leg, and that's just one leg. The other leg, the next leg is um that clinician's experience and then just as equally as important is that patient's values. So with her situation maybe the research hasn't been backing it. I have heard that there is research in support of it but it's being hidden. I don't know if that's true or not. But I do know no matter what she said in the past that doesn't negate what her experience has been treating these patients. I heard that. So that would be two legs of the, school, of the stool. Her patients were good taking that hydroxychloroquine, and she experienced what the positive results that she had. She also is from Nigeria, so she has a history of using that medication for malaria. So when we're talking about it could cause heart disease in the future, she probably isn't seeing that the same way we do when you get into cultures where that's the norm, taking it to prevent something like yeah. malaria. Um, you also have to look at... Um, different cultures so some African cultures are very evangelical and a lot of what they preach is going to be things like that like there are demons in you know, the spiritual world is alive and well in those cultures and um, I think
0: they're alive and well in general but I, yeah. I would
1: agree with you but but you know not everyone does so if you're looking at it from like an objective standpoint that's what you know that's that's part of their beliefs, and if she has this ministry, that doesn't mean that she's taking that ministry into her practice. Yeah. So she can have her personal beliefs, and she can go into her practice and practice exactly the way any other medical doctor would. And that doesn't mean that those two things cross. It doesn't mean she's a quack. You know. Unfortunately, she was put on blast, and they're always going to come after somebody who's saying the opposite what the media wants. Well,
0: and and the thing is, is you know, the dumpster fire that I caused with my media thing, I was like, you know the The video that k h o u Channel eleven news for Houston put out you know they they showed video of Hidalgo and all these people nut to butt but no mask on hurricane preparedness, and I posted it up like it was like it was it was that way the whole time and in the comments I go down and people start i mean they're losing their shit. I'm like, why are y'all mad news the media put this out right. They posted it as current. Well, it happened in March. I go, but they put it out like it just happened. Right. Do you understand that it's non accurate depiction and they're just expecting us to go with it. And, and some lady goes on there and goes, I can't believe people don't know that they recycle stuff. I go, you shouldn't recycle stuff if it's not accurate.
1: You also have to be aware that most of the public, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but most of the public is going to take things at face value. They're not educated enough that they're going to look into when was this picture posted. They're just going to see it as current, and they're going to you know, take away whatever message that would be. So. Yeah. We can be like, oh yeah, well, if you look into this, it was actually from here, or this information is this. But most public is not going to look at things that way. Well, they
0: don't. Another the thing is, is you know, Chase brought this up, and I, I can't wait to have Monks. I want to talk to him, but he's got a little NDA thing going on right now, so we can't really talk too much about his current situation. But he brought it up, and people aren't allowed to grow. So, it's like you said, that doctor, the Nigerian doctor, uh, I think her name's Emmanuel. Yeah, Doctor uh, Emmanuel. Doctor Emmanuel. Um, you. People in this country aren't allowed to grow. She might have said something about demon sperm ten years ago, and that's negating everything she just said because she's not allowed to grow and get better and dive more medically into something instead of spiritually. And and there's a problem there. And I think, yeah. you know, I think any COVID patient, every medication has side effects, every single one.
1: They're not even side effects, they're just effects.
0: they are just effects. yeah, yeah. If you might take something that might cause heart disease. you might take something that's gonna cause cancer. There's no medication that has no effect after the other than f- helping heal, fix whatever's wrong, there's gonna be another effect down the road. And I think hydrochloroquine if causes heart disease. you want heart disease where you can live healthy afterwards and correct, semi-correct uh, the that effect down the road. Or do you want to get COVID and you be one of the people that's uh, on a ventilator?
1: Well, I think part of it too is Dr. Emanuel saying that people come to her and they're scared for their life. I have a huge issue with the media spinning this as such a deadly virus. People are so scared. and When I go on to um, posts about the schools opening, I've seen the most crazy memes ever where it says, you know, it's really sad that you have to homeschool, but you will know, be worse, like a whole page in the yearbook with dead teachers and students. And I was like, that is, like the, the research isn't backing that though. The stats aren't backing that, especially with kids. Yeah. They're, not, they're not really that active in transmitting it. Um, one of the doctors had said, and I, before I, just to disclaim, I have not looked into this, but he said there was no published study in the world that showed the transmission of COVID from a student to a teacher adults are usually the harbors of the of the virus and they're the ones that transmit it. and even of those though most people do fairly well i mean a lot of the people i know who have had gotten covid were either asymptomatic or they lost their sense of smell or taste and they were back to it but everyone thinks you're gonna get it you're gonna die like we need yeah. to set out your will it's a death like, sentence according yeah.
0: to the media and it's not if, if you know somebody has passed away from covid i'm sorry yeah yeah, you know, I'm, sure. so, I'm. I'm sorry for your loss, but it's so minuscule in comparison to the number for the state, the total population. Yeah, total population for our country, total population for the world. It's it's so exponentially smaller than the total of people that are out there. It doesn't make sense to have all this going on. And you know what? If it comes out and they say, you know what, an N95 mask work. You, we need. We have these reusable ones. We're going to sell. Blah 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 blah. We have definitive proof that it stops. Okay. What happens when it stops? Do we still wear the mask, or do we go back to no, our normal? I think. Uh, I. I mean, it's hypothetical, but I mean, that's kind of what we're. We're staring down the barrel of a gun, hoping for it.
1: I mean, we're looking at history being made right now, right? Um, I, I do have some issues in that the immune system doesn't grow in sterilized environments. They've done studies on children who have never been exposed. Like they lived in highly sterilized environments never really got out, never got sick. And they have huge immune system problems later on in life. The immune system adapts by being exposed to things. Am I saying, you know go out and expose yourself to everything no obviously not and do i understand that this virus can be very serious for a small percentage of the population of course i do and like you said i give my condolences I'm, i understand that it can be a very serious deal most of the people it's serious in most i understand there's some young people but most of them are older most of them have complicating factors anyway um but just to to group it all together like that and to sterilize everything I worry about the effects of what all this sanitizer will have on people's health too all those chemicals can't be good for your system Correct. I mean
0: well there's that and, and, the, and the thing is is everyone goes well we're waiting for a vaccine I'm like do you know what a vaccine is a vaccine is where you dilute the virus and inject yourself with it so your body can produce antibodies right to the virus that you are actively injecting into yourself. Right. That is what a fucking vaccine is. Yes. We've had a vaccine for the flu for a hundred years. Nineteen eighteen is when Spanish influenza happened. Fifty million people died.
1: Yep.
0: Over like three years. It's been about a hundred years since then. Let's call it ninety nine. We've had a flu vaccine. The American public, we lose anywhere from 60 to 100,000 people a year in the United States from the fucking flu and there is a vaccine
1: Mm -hmm.
0: where you inject yourself with the fucking flu and you get sick from it and people are like, we're waiting for a vaccine so you want to be injected by this virus that you are terrified of that if you get it's a death sentence. Are you fucking stupid?
1: I think there's some really interesting thoughts behind that. And without getting into a whole pro-vax, anti-vax thing, um, it's not even about that, right? Like, it's about they're rushing this vaccine. Do we know, like, people don't understand. People want to hop in line for this. Or they, you know, if we look at history and we look at vaccines that have been rushed through the process, it's scary. I mean, some of the, the side effects we're skipping very vital trials that you should be going through. There's just... I don't... People are so driven by fear that they don't look at things rationally. Like, I just... As with the flu, they said, you know, that can mutate. Now they're saying the coronavirus can mutate. So what are we going to do? Are we going to just keep having a vaccine out every year like the flu vaccine? Are we
0: going to keep shutting down the economy, destroying the world to do this? And, And again... We're going to go off of my ignorance. Okay. But everything, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for vaccinating your kids against tuberculosis, things like that. The okay. the shots you need for school, I'm fine with. Do I think coronavirus needs to be part of that? Absolutely not. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, but from the vaccinate, anti-vaccine, there's, like, a lot of heavy metals and things like that in these vaccines that our body isn't, if we're not immun.o Com- Sufficient.
1: Yeah.
0: our body can't handle like a big dose of iron a big dose of aluminum things like that our bodies can't handle that which sends our immune system into chaos yes um, that being said why are we trying to sanitize the world we like I, I don't know I grew up country I grew up very small town you know I grew up on a farm for me Growing up, working, slinging hay, being around animals, things like that, you're going to get sick. You're going to have all this stuff happen. But it makes your body... Stronger. Stronger. Mm-hmm. My, I get sick maybe, maybe once every two years. And when I get sick, I get shut down for about two days and then I'm back to normal. This thing here, like, I had type B flu last year. It, it stopped me for a day. I took a day and a half away. I was like... I, I need that extra 12 hours to kind of make sure I'm not still contagious. I had type B flu. Summer had it. She was in bed for a week and a half. Why aren't we preaching immunostability? Why aren't we preaching good health? Why aren't we preaching active active recovery? Why aren't we teaching, uh, preaching, uh, living a healthy lifestyle?
1: So there's a, there's, it's actually a really complex thing. First of all, nobody, there, most of the population, even most healthcare professionals have no idea how the immune system works. Part of that is, it's just so complex. There's even things called longer hand cells. They re- reside in your skin and they're really, really cool in case you ever wanna look into them. But what they do is they sample different parts of your, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they, they sample different things on your skin. So different pathogens and they present them to your immune system every day, all day. Yeah. So taking things off your skin and presenting it. So you're always exposed to things and your body decides if it's a threat or not. And you're making um, defense mechanisms in your immune system to things you're not even aware of. I mean, the immune system is so complex and it's very, very cool. But also when we talk about preaching um, immune building aspects, there is a whole group of people who are like, that's very privileged of you because not everyone can do these things. Like not everyone can afford nice groceries. Not everyone can do physical activity. It's all coming from a place of privilege. So once we get into that stance, it shuts down the discussion because you pretty much get shamed into saying, yeah, you're privileged for wanting to build people's immune system.
0: You're right. I am privileged for wanting people to go outside without a mask on and, and breathe in fresh air, get some UV light and just move around. You're absolutely right. It's something that anybody can do with two legs. Yeah. Or one leg in some crutches or a wheelchair yeah. or, you know, people who are mentally handicapped, mentally capable. Um, anybody can go outside and get physical and start moving stuff around. If you don't have a yard to do yard work in, go to a park, go walk on some streets, do something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I, I jokingly say I eat off the floor. I drop something on the floor while I'm co- meal prepping. I pick it up and I eat it. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. But guess it what? It, it works. Right. And so everything now has become racial, has become uh, privileged versus non-privileged. Hence the gym. 40 bucks a month. It's a little over a dollar a day. Right. A dollar and four cents a day. Come in, do what you want, how you want, enjoy yourself. You don't need to be privileged to come here and work out. You just need an extra $40 a month.
1: Right.
0: If you don't have that, there's other gyms that are $10 a month. You can get physical. You can build your immune system that way. You can you can choose not to eat Cheez-Its and Wheat Thins and white bread and all sorts of stuff. You can choose to get away from the pre-frozen food. You can choose to do things healthy. You know, chicken breast is two dollars a pound. Right. A you bag know. of chicken nuggets is eight bucks, and it's like a pound of food, a pound and a half of food, or you can spend ten dollars and get five pounds of chicken breast.
1: Right, and you can get frozen veggies for a dollar. You know, cheap,
0: <laughs> cheap as shit. Mm-hmm. So, like that—that's the problem. So th- that does that whole argument, I just I negate it because I'm like, really? You can go outside for free. You can, you can walk for free. Oh, you want to lift weights? Sometimes for 10 bucks a month. So I, I, I don't know. I guess that's kind of where I, I, I range from being different.
1: The Yeah. The problem is, is that those people get together on Facebook and they create this tribe mentality, which you can't even say tribe anymore without that being politically incorrect. I got a little I got
0: a little native in me, so I can say it.
1: Oh, OK. Well, I cannot. So <laughs> it's <a> tried. OK. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they get that way. They, they kind of surround themselves with people who are very like-minded and they don't ever challenge their beliefs and they just use those people to affirm the beliefs that they want to, right? That um, they
0: put in themselves, yeah.
1: Yeah, That's kind of stupid. It is stupid.
0: I think, I think. oh, you're not a doctor, you're not an epidemiologist. No, but I'm good at math. That's one thing, it's kind of funny. Uh,
1: that is a really horrible argument when people are like, well, you're not a doctor. Um, okay, but it doesn't take... I mean, people are... Brilliant in different ways, right? There's different types of intelligence and you don't have to be a doctor to be an intelligent person And it doesn't take a doctorate to be able to look at statistics and be able to look at math And even if you are a doctorate some of those people are stupid. Like I hate oh. to tell you, they're book smart But they are just dumb. No, no common sense, right? I, and
0: I think we I always say this we, we live in a culture that values a college education even though as as bullshit as it might be, a college education doesn't mean you're smart. No. College education means you have money. I get asked all the time, "What's my college degree in to where I can own a successful business that I have?" Uh, bust the knuckles, hard knocks. That's where I fucking learned. Right. Um, th- that being said, like when someone goes, "Oh, you're not a doctor," you're. I oh, "You're right. I'm not a doctor." But I have a phone that has a calculator on it And I know how to do proper math I might not be an epidemiologist But I'm fucking smarter than the rest of people You're smarter than the rest of people Dr. Page Dr. Charlie's smarter than a lot of people
1: (laughs) Well see with us They're going to come up with excuses no matter what For the lay person they're going to be like you know, what's your degree? I got asked that one day on a social media thing. Like, what are what degree are you? And I'm like, well, I have a doctorate. But people are like, oh, you're just a chiropractor because people have no idea what chiropractic education involves.
0: Um, I knew we were going down this road. That's why I asked that question to yes, begin with.
1: Yes. So we, like they have no idea that all, all the stuff I did, nobody knows that. I know anatomy more than most people because I tutored in the cadaver lab for extra money during my time at Palmer. I was hands That explains a lot. With all those bodies um day in day out so i know the human body quite well um and even even then like you know you have dr emmanuel who's got a medical doctor she doesn't know shit now either so it doesn't matter what your degree is anybody who's a medical doctor who comes out and speaks against the media will be labeled a quack
0: i think we give to the media too much uh power
1: we do 100
0: um you know everything the media says is gold and the problem is is I think with for for myself and for anybody it's like you either listen to this media source or this media source and for the people that listen to this one this is right and for people that listen to this one this one's right. And I'm like what happened to just telling the fucking truth? This
1: this doesn't uh, exist. There's I, I, no I money in the truth.
0: That's so stupid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think if you just told the fucking truth all right, this, this station handles all the violent shit. You want to know about violent stuff? This here. Medical stuff's here. Fun stuff's here. Like, these are your channels for the, each city. Right. You wanna, and, and just go from there. And it's... Maybe that's not the right formula, but it, it makes sense to me. Why not just tell the fucking truth?
1: Because they want sensationalism, because sensationalism sells, right? I just, it's crap. I agree with you. I do think our news station should just be abolished and we need to start over but oh Oh,
0: same thing with social media like I love it it's a fantastic tool for a business Mm -hmm. you know with what we just did with your uh, page and and all that stuff I I think it's an amazing tool but I think the amount of people that have a platform now the amount of news sources that are satirical real fake BS whatever there's so many different sources that you can put out anything, and it's labeled fact.
1: Not just that, but people... I think social media makes people kind of terrible people. They are become keyboard warriors, and they will say things to people that you would never say in public to somebody. And it just... I don't know. It just brings out the worst in people. Well,
0: it absolutely does. And, I, and, you know, you've been around me long enough, you know, that I don't really put up with stuff. So, like, I go... On the dumpster fire that I put out, I was like, do you want my address? You want to come make me do something in person? Because we can do that too. Oh, no, man, you're just scared. I'm like, I'm not scared of anything. I'm, I'm not scared of the governor. I'm not scared of my local DA. I'm not scared of my judge, my police chief. Luckily, I'm friends with two of those people now. But I'm not afraid of anybody. And I think people now say something online and they can't get punched in the mouth for it no more. And that gives that false sense of telephone, tough guy, right. keyboard warrior. Superiority. And I just, it's such bullshit to me.
1: I agree with you. hundred percent.
0: So now we've talked about the BS. What's the future for peak potential and Dr. Page and Dr. Charlie.
1: What's the future? I, you know,
0: you pop out another kid or five. Oh, hell no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, hell no. No, 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 no. no. Um, I love my children. I do not want any more. I, um, I want to focus on some other areas of my life and give my kids the best that I can and all of me. And I think um, I'm a terrible pregnant person. I complain the entire time. It gives me anxiety. Um, I do like birth, but then I hate the newborn stage um, quite a bit. I just, yeah, no, I just don't, no. Um, so peak potential moving forward. I mean, we have three different offices. Um, you do i didn't
0: i thought you just had the one
1: yes this one is is dr charlie's and i but my brother is a chiropractor in the heights under peak potential and we have very good friends who are uh chiropractors here in the woodlands on sawdust, sawdust? yeah i think so um under peak potential and that was the, actually the original office my little brother's in chiropractic college and he will graduate in about a year so he's going to be moving down here and i don't know what we're going to do with him quite yet um, but it'll be peak potential. Yes, yeah. that's yes. cool. Yeah, so uh, it's not a it's not a franchise, but it is just family, and um, we just want to keep growing. Our our biggest thing is we want to help people, and we want to actually help people to understand the benefits of chiropractic. Um, people think chiropractic doesn't work. There's a whole reason why behind that, due to history. Yeah, most people don't realize that in the '70s there was a huge it went into the '80s a lawsuit called Wilk versus the AMA where. Um, one of the chiropractors uh, found out that at the time that the American Medical Association was putting out a lot of slander about chiropractic. They actually had created a committee on quackery to eliminate and destroy chiropractic because chiropractic was gaining so much traction and competition for them. And so they had even paid people like Ann Landers, if you remember, Ask Annie columns. Anytime anyone write about chiropractors, she would say they were quacks, even though in the middle of the night, she would go visit the chiropractor. Yeah. Um, so that has kind of become generational and then a lot of chiropractors don't even know the benefits of chiropractic. Um, they've moved away from it. They want to prove that they're medical doctors because they're tired of people being like, oh, you're a chiropractor? No, I don't, you don't become a chiropractor to be liked. Okay? No, like, yeah. you, you really don't. If you want to do that, go be a medical doctor. But a chiropractor, I want people to know, most people have no idea how good they were meant to feel. And they can feel really good. And I want them to be able to continue that for their lives. You know, I want them to have longevity. I want them to solve the problem and not put a Band-Aid on it.
0: Now, I tell people this because, you know, my background. Your spine is the singular most important hard part of your body. Yes. Your brain being number one across the board. but. Your spine is the number one structural piece of your body that you absolutely need. Yes. This, your spinal health means more than just about anything. So when people say, oh, chiropractors, they're a bunch of quacks. I go, you must hurt every day or you are a genetic anomaly that feels no pain. Because when my back is out of whack from bad posture, uh, lifting weights incorrectly for years um accidents that i've had things like that my spine when i get it adjusted i feel completely new the the endorphin rush and all that stuff that happens that feeling of high yeah that comes with it is so intoxicating you know when people go oh it's quack thing to go to a chiropractor i'm like you are ignorant
1: mm-hmm.
0: and ignorance not a bad thing ignorance gross lack of knowledge pertaining to a particular subject right and people are like chiropractors are quacks I go you're an idiot you're just a fucking idiot because having a chiropractor someone to go to is so important and the fact that you guys are here and just help so many people here I'm very grateful for and then you also you know hang out with us and became one of us Yeah. you didn't want to do it at first you know I <laughs> know we won't talk about your uh, little slur that you had either so don't worry Shh. about that
1: anyway <laughs> moving topics
0: moving topics that that being said, knowing where you guys came from, knowing with the future and all that stuff, I'm I'm blown away. I never I had no idea that you being a chiropractor, you did so much other things. Even though you don't technically do them anymore, you learned. Mm-hmm. And I think the, if you constantly are a student. You never really stop. You know, it's yeah. it's kind of a cool thing.
1: Yeah, I mean. Um I love what I do because we do change people's lives uh, every day. And uh, we have so many walking testaments to it. And I know that a lot of people think it's just trying to our goal is to change people's ideas of what chiropractic is. Our goal is to keep people healthy, longevity wise. Um, Procrastination is the thief of health and um, just not correcting things, obviously. You know, if you you go to the gym once, you're you're never going to. Look like some of these guys here, same thing. If you go to the chiropractor, you're never going to have the benefits of the spine that you want it to be. And there's no such thing as a spine transplant. So <laughs> work on the spine you have. Exactly. Keep it healthy. Exactly.
0: So Dr. Page, where can they find you?
1: Uh, so we are in Champion Forest. We are between uh, 1960 and Cypress on Champion Forest Drive. The actual address is 13910. Champion Forest Drive. Um, and you can give us a call at 281 719 9708. We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram page where we post legacy stuff pretty regularly with all the different trainers. Um, and our video earlier today will be up awesome. pretty soon. Cool. So, um, yeah.
0: That's awesome. Well, guys, do me a favor. If you like what you heard, subscribe, like, share, leave a review, private message me something you want to talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna post a, a lovely picture of Doctor Page up here uh, whenever we go live. So that's gonna be fun on that one. Uh, this 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 whole thing is is just fun. I love getting talk and know people's stories and get to fill them out. And yeah, it, it, it's so cool to uh, I don't know. I guess collect information. Like I think that's the. One thing I really enjoy about doing these podcasts is I'm just collecting info.
1: You can get more relational with people. Absolutely. It'd be interesting to see what Dr. Charlie talks about.
0: I'm going to push a lot of things. I'm, <laughs> I'm <just> worried. <laughs> Don't share his because his is going to be ruining the practice probably. <laughs> but, yeah, guys, y'all have a wonderful day. Be blessed. We're going to have Paige back in here very soon. Do me a favor. Like I said, let us know what you want to talk about. Have a wonderful day. Be blessed. AMF. Blessed. AMF. Blessed. AMF.